welcome to season four of the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. I'm Kim, and I play Fossey Lee. You don't need to space the baby. Here's Steve, and he plays Dr. Arthur Ezekiel III. Maybe this isn't a good idea. This is Christy. She plays Rin Hudson. I have killed men for less than that. Here's James. He plays Hentoff. I mean, I've used it. It's pretty nice. I mean, it doesn't match these magic figures, but it's pretty good. And this is Chad. He plays Gideon, Nyko, and Wade. I have, I have fans like Coral. Let the chaos begin. Well, then, I take it as you're in. Let's go have some sure. fun. Do you know, I mean, do you know where this vessel will be? Yeah, it's that, that thing with an R, too. It's, I forget the name of the planet. Hmm? Ragesh? Ragesh, too? Is that it? Rindal, too. Rindal, too. Mm, you were so close. I was working on it. Yeah. I was trying. I said Rindal, too. They're doing some sciencey stuff over there, but there's some solar flares going on that should mask the approach. Oh, will that be a stroke of good luck? Mm-hmm. Right. So perhaps we could run some, uh, well, while you do your thing, we can, I don't know, offer support. I like it. I like it. This is good. So um, are any of your crews specialized in combat? We do need somebody that's good at punching things in the face. We, I mean, we 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 have been known to, you know, maraud and plunder and and, and kill a lot. You see, Kel, we um, Rin vi- disappeared on us. Yeah, Vanished. we we lost our friend Rin. Van appeared. I'm really not sure what happened. She just disintegrated right in front of our eyes, and we haven't been able to find her. Oh, so, I hate when that happens to crewmates. I agree. It's been very traumatic. I drank. Me too. More than normal. Yeah. Um. So, uh, some some combat strong crew would be very helpful. I know you're pretty good with the saber. I don't want to smack her on the ass. <laughs> <laughs> she, sla- she slaps you across the face. Oh! Because you don't have to be touching the merchandise without me permission. My bad. I'm a pirate. I'm not that kind of pirate. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> so uh, wait, uh, hang on. Um, so what kind of pirate are you, Kel? What do you mean? I'm a captain. Well, I just, I just meant if you're not that kind of pirate, perhaps you're a. Never mind. Sorry, sorry, I, I haven't flirted in a while. Oh, carry on. Oh, that's what you call flirting, is it? I, you know. Wow, she's rusty. You are out of practice. <laughs> well, if she's rusty, all she needs is a good lubin. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure one of my one of my crew might be willing to oblige you. How how sensitive are you to smells? Very. Uh, I think it won't like any of my crewmates. Okay. Okay. I'll move on. Hey, we have a shower on board. <laughs> that I can seal up and make... Does anybody breathe underwater? No, just behind you, you hear Gideon go, Motherfucker! <laughs> 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 I 
Shut up and eat the French toast. So uh, always harsh the, in my groove. The doctors sharing is caring, Gideon. <laughs> so where where are you taking Doctor Arthur? Honey Badger one. Okay, which one is that? That's the one with the, the med, med bay, bay okay. one. Okay, just making sure. Oh, Who's are you it? testing him? Yes. Okay, never mind. So you, t- you take him to Honey Badger one, and he just he's following you, and just curious to what you need to tell him. So first off, this might pinch a little bit. What the fuck did you do to him? Oh, I, I got a blood sample. Oh, ah, ah, a little bit of warning first. I gave you a little bit of warning. I should have given you more, maybe, but... So, uh, what do you know about the Union Space Corps cloning program? They have a cloning program? <laughs> yes. And the results of it are uh, talking to each other right now. And you know for a fact it was the Union Space Corps. Reasonably certain it was a... Wait, what do you mean clones? Are you saying we're clones? Yes. Bum, bum, bum. Oh. I've met... Uh, that just throws my entire life out of context. I'm going to have to sit down and think about this. Yeah. Uh, so he sits down and has an existential crisis. Okay. <laughs> then he stands up and says, okay, I'm done. Okay, so I've met... Uh, fuck, okay, one... Well, he's a psychologist. Two... <clears throat> three... Other uh, clones of from this uh, Union Space Corps combined Union Space Corps Unidor cloning project. Um, Steve, are you sure <laughs> it's Union Space Corps? We're. I thought we were. We had established that it was partially Union Space funded mm-hmm. when we first found the clones on the. Uh, on the, the we found yeah. the clone vats on yeah, the that Union was Space Megatry, not Union Space Corps. Oh shit! That's okay. We determined that Megatry and Unidor are collectively responsible for the cloning thing, and that the Union Space Corps is working uh, like a shadow element. Okay. Yeah, it's it's been a long quarantine, so it's it's complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we found a ship that was. It was a unit. See, this is why I'm thinking it's Union Space Corps. It was a Union Space Corps ship that had the cloning pods. Was it a Unidor ship that had the clone? Was it a Union Space Corps ship that blew that that ship out of existence? Okay. So you could just say you give him the story. Yes, we'll we'll, we'll I guess we'll montage sequence the whole chain Thank of you. events. Yes, because even Rocky had a montage. Even Rocky had a montage. <laughs> right. So it's like a lot of like like inter, a lot of scenes you intersperse like explaining things to him, him looking shocked, and then at some point like a rubber chicken comes out. Not entirely certain why, but it's part of the. And montage. then we're sharing drinks, like yeah. just, mm-hmm. just like there's an empty bottle, a near empty bottle of rum, and we've both got shot glasses, mm-hmm. right? And right, I'm, and then you're laying down on on the medical gurney, and he's like got a notepad, and you're talking to him. And then he's laying down on the medical gurney, and I'm you know doing. Doctory science. And then a beer bong is involved somehow, and then and then I'll <laughs> I will give him a dose of clone. T- I won't administer a clo- dose of clone. When t- does t- a beer bong not make the situation better though? Right. Agreed. And then there is an actual bong involved, and the whole all of all of Honey Badger too smells NICU? a little bit <laughs> piney, and you know. Mm. Okay, so. Yeah. 
lemony. So, and then boom, you give him the whole story and yeah. he's like, well, I'll be damned. Yes. We will all be damned. All of us clones, because there are several, if the Unidor catch up with you ever. And I, and I, sometime during the, we, we pulled out the Fentac and we're like, blah, 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 and then put them back in the, uh, the deep freeze. You can wear them as gloves while they're unconscious. <laughs> Don't let Hental see this. It'll piss them off. Oh my God. <laughs> sure. All right. And so he's like, oh, well, then I guess we need to be keeping, giving you a wide berth if they're already hunting you. Well, they're hunting all of us clones. Well, so they're hunting you as well. But now you know. Yes. So, so, but. I've never encountered them, so they probably don't know I exist. So I think I'll be telling the captain that, you know, maybe we should we should show your ship our rudder and maybe never cross paths again just for safety. And then over the intercom, Black Kell comes on and says, Arr, every member of the, the ship dreads Scott Fitzgerald. We be, <laughs> we be traveling with the irritated badger to help them along with her mission. If anybody has a problem with that, you'll be spaced. And then it cuts out. And he goes. And so. In the uh, spacing? Yeah. Yeah. Great way to dispose of waste. The only good pirate is a spaced pirate. Uh, So, and then Dr. Art just hangs his head. All right. So uh, we're going to be spending some time together. Uh, Apparently we are. And then you can see our rudder and we can see yours as we never cross paths again after whatever the fuck it is Black Kell has agreed to. Get in! But he's not in the air vents. Yeah, I'm just pissed he's off. and I'm Dude. pissed off and drunk enough. I'm just like, get in! Would you like anybody? to use the communicators? Zeke, oh my God! Why do you keep doing that? What are you trying to accomplish here? Okay, what did we just agree to with Black Kel? Well, Kel said that she and her crew would help us with something. Uh-huh. Hantal, you want to add on to whatever the- Well, something? you know the ship we were looking for? Right. Yeah, we found it. Excellent. And they're going to help us sneak onto it and get the rest of the coordinates. Yes, Fuck. yes, yes, that. Mm-hmm. Okay, Gideon? What? Is this a good idea? Is anything we do a good idea? No. no. Okay. I'm Problem. just along for the ride. Problem solved next call? I mean, like, if I didn't go along with all the stupid shit you did, I'd be homeless. Wade, do you agree with that assessment? Yes, Gideon would be homeless if he wasn't living on the ship. <laughs> Zeke, I'm sensing a lot of whining. Stop being part of the problem and actively work to be a part of the solution. Okay, Isn't that right, real Dr. Zeke? Will you stop calling him real Dr. Zeke? He is psychologist Zeke at best. Listen, chemist. Chemist is a real doctoral program at several recognized universities throughout the galaxy. And a few unrecognized ones. Shut up, Zeke. Spodcordia. <laughs> Not Zeke. Gideon. Chad. No, actually, that was accurate. Uh, so I sense when he calls your... Your expertise in a question, it's a really it's a really hard hot button issue for you. I once ever sewed a lightning bolt shaped scar that I fixed into his bicep. Also drugged me without by my permission. Twice. <laughs> but 
But and one refuse the, to give me any. This crew uh, has I am boundary totally issues. scared of what will happen if you take Mega up. Come on! And the first time I drugged you without your permission, we it's totally saved our lives. The second time was only because I was scared, and I'm sorry. Uh, do you think you'd be needing marriage counseling? If I'm married to Hental, you need to shoot us both. Oh, I'm sorry. I just assumed based on, you know, how much you do fight. No, no. I see this is very common in my practice that I see. Uh, if you want to offer marriage counseling, talk to Gideon. Lo- lots of angry pirate couples. But usually the counseling sessions end up being <laughs> drinking a whole lot of rum and you know, it just kind of goes downhill from there. If you've involved that much rum, can anything really go downhill? Oh, trust me. Okay. You're you're the expert in this particular field. All right. Well, I guess we, we need to be getting our orders. You mean we'll go somewhere without having to wild jump there? God, <laughs> thank you. So, Flossie can't handle any more wild jumps. So She's crazy enough. <laughs> oh, hey. Actually, one last question for uh, psychologists. So this is why you guys are walking back to the galley. Um, Have you noticed, have you had to do a lot of wild jumps in succession? No, I don't believe so. Why? Um, So I am authoring a paper that I will give you uh, co-credit on about uh, wild jump psychosis. Oh, that does sound like an interesting topic. Yes. Who's your, who's, what's your sample? Who's uh, your so far, sense? this crew. Oh, that's a very small sample. Yeah. You want to know why we have a million tons of French toast? Mm, and don't even get me started on the hot sauce topic. What? I, I really don't want to know what hot sauce has to do with any of this. Yeah, nobody wanted to know, and yet it was brought up as a subject of conversation. Okay. As a as a potential topping for French toast. Oh, oh, that's weird. Right? By somebody who had been afflicted with uh, wild jump psychosis. Okay. So here- does this does this conversation have a point? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Here are my notes. So many things are becoming more clear to me. You give him his notes because oh, this is very interesting. And. Uh, Anyway, so you walk back into the galley and there's, you know, everyone, well, I guess you scurried away into the air vents, but Hental, Black Kel, some of the other pirate crew members of the Fitzgerald, uh, Eliza's there, uh, has like a, you know, tear off a little piece of French toast, a little hot sauce on it, he's yeah. eating it. She's looking right at you while Flossie, she's eating it too. Flossie has synthetic maple syrup mixed with hot sauce. For dipping the French what toast in carnation maple syrup. Hey, spot maple syrup. Sure. Spaple. Okay, spaple. but um, that that that's very popular among Flossie and whoever tries it. All right, so you get back to the galley, and uh, the the two crews put your heads together and come up with a plan. All right, so we are going to jump cut to the irritated badger uh, getting to Rindal 2, where the Copernicus is currently orbiting. 
when when you got the information about where the Copernicus was, uh, you found out that number one, it's a science vessel, and, and number two, it's studying the effects of a disruptive stellar phenomenon on the the flora and the fauna of Rindal too. And when you get there, uh, it's 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 enormous, like the it's a nebula. And it is shooting out. Rendall 2 is a nebula? No, Rendall okay. 2 is in a nebula, which is so much radiation is shooting out that basically your your communications and instruments and sensors are all unreadable at this point. Would you believe I don't have any dice in botany? Yes. How is that relevant? Well, they're studying flora and fauna. But our issue currently is radiation. Do you have dots in radiation? Oh, wait, no, wrong game. Do you have uh, levels in radiation? I have medicine. That. And toxicology. Uh, that might play. I mean, that's close. And bribery. <laughs> so. I have teaching. With this, with this radiation that's going around all over the place, uh, obviously, so your, your instruments are not very useful at this point. Communications are down. Like it's impossible to communicate over long distances uh, with your equipment. Uh, you see the Copernicus in front of you, right? Electronic communication is, is not possible. Psychic possibly. Uh, the Copernicus is in front of you. It's doing its sciency vessel thing. You see like lights on and everything on the decks, but, you know, communications are not an option at this point. Uh, the the crew of the Dred Scott Fitzgerald is boating around behind you, and you can't communicate with them either. So what do you do? Well, I mean, um, I am familiar with Kel, and therefore I can communicate with the crew via Kel. You can. However, the Copernicus, I can't do much about that. You're right. But at least we can communicate with the Dred Scott Fitz Fitzgerald. Mm -hmm. It's a start. I ask you again, what do you do? Well, we can always take the approach that the Dred Scott Fitzgerald took with us and just dock with him and start cutting into their hull. Their senses are active. We have to time it with the radiation. Yeah. But their sensors are basically... We used. had ours down completely. That's a science ship that is studying this radiation. So you so we have right. to wait till there's flare-ups so we can coast in when it's high and we'll uh, most likely overload it. Unless I'm missing something here, Gideon. Are there available docking bays? I don't have On any dice in astrophysics. Gideon says, We're, uh, sensors are useless right now. We're going to have to get closer and get like an actual like visual it. Okay, yeah. So let's... um. Let's get closer and get a visual and see if there are any bays. Yeah, a ship this size should definitely have a hangar, especially a military vessel. Well, yeah. You you would hope so. Right. Uh, so I would talk to the crew and see if they agree with that potentiality of finding so you, a baited dock. You, you talk to Black Kel? And, and, the and everyone else? Okay. Crew, yeah. So Black Kel... You know, as you, you touch her mind, she she says, I mean, uh, that sounds like a good enough plan to me. It doesn't seem like there's anything else that she can do. Uh, where do you where do you want us at? 
You want us to follow you into the hangar? I think it would be a good idea to have greater numbers. Is the unspeakable moose also following us? No. But Eliza is on your ship because the moose is, you guys had to leave for safety and, and the moose is off doing its own thing. So, What is the range on your psychic communication? Indefinite. So can you contact Ezzy? The limitations of my communication are known individual or I contact. Well, you know Ezzy real well. Mm-hmm. Seven days to get here to us, though. At least, at least, yeah. yeah. Not more. <laughs> well, yeah, but we can. However, least... his knowledge is accessible. Right. Mm-hmm. Can did he work for Union Space Corps? Yeah, yes. he was a soldier. Would he know the? So was I? Do you know the layout of that type of ship? What is the? Yeah, what class of ship is that? Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you asked. So he's got a thing is, in the book. <laughs> I do. I do. Okay. So the Copernicus is an Endeavor class vessel. Okay. So it's a cruiser. It's uh, this particular, this particular class is uh, 11. Uh, what, you know, I'll just give you this. So a crew complement of 365 people, 35 passengers, uh, it's <clears throat> the ship itself is, I guess for our, our terms here, it's slightly bigger in length of the Titanic. Okay. Uh, it's about similar size to a Nimitz class, uh, aircraft carrier and the, the height of it is on par with the entire statue of Liberty. As a military brat, essentially. Right. who was raised on a Union Space Corps base mm-hmm. and was in the academy, would I have knowledge of this class of ship, of its layout? Uh, let's see. Do you have any skills related to anything that could help you with this, like military knowledge or something? Um, n- n- Navy brat. <laughs> Is that a skill? <laughs> It's a career, <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, she is part of the Union Space Corps. Right. So you may know a little bit of information, but you also know that usually on military vessels, it's fairly, it's easy enough to get a map. Right. Right. Like hollow directories and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, off the top of your head, I mean, the, what you know, these ships are huge, right. and I guess what you would know automatically is that, of course, they have hangars, supplies to last for like years in space and voyages. They have their own hydroponic suite, sick bay, of course. I feel like Flossie would know where to access maps of. This vessel. Yeah, absolutely. Does so, Flossie know where the navigation bay or navigation area so is? So Flossie, once she would know the class of the ship, would then go back into the system and find maps of this class of vessel so that she would know a general layout of the ship. So, okay. To, so, you know, to kind of. So basically, what you're saying is you're going to look it up on the sector net. 
with access to Union Space Corps. Unfortunately, there's too much interference that communication in in or out is not entirely possible. But I mean, maybe once you're on the ship, it might be possible to download uh, a map or schematics because okay. you know they would have that. Right. Uh, yeah, but, I feel like she would know where to go to yeah. get that. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. Also, as a science vessel, it does have uh, a whole diplomatic suite for some reason. You know, okay. eh, this science vessel is not necessarily built for war, but it can definitely hold its own. Right. Okay. okay. All right. So, well, that, that's that's Flossie's thing. So what, what are you guys doing? Are you going to approach the... Where you would think the hangars and Flossie, you would know that the hangar on the ship is towards the bottom. Wouldn't the hangar have ships in it we're trying to avoid? Possibly. But as of right now, and Gideon even says so with the inter- interference going on, this ship's not showing up on any of our instruments. We're not showing up for it either. Like they won't know we're there until we're there. Okay. Well, let's go towards the hangar, but I want to keep eyes open for any docking ports outside that we can dock with okay all right so so you fly yeah you fly really close to the the hangar bay and as you're looking at the side of the ship you're not really seeing i mean once again the instruments are not useful so it's kind of really hard to find like an airlock that's the same color as the hull of the ship sticking out somewhere on the side like it's an exercise in futility without your instruments, but the hangar bay is very well lit. There's actually not many ships in the bay. And as you get closer to it, it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of activity in there. What do you guys think? Should we go in? Should we chance it? Uh, so the Dred Scott Fitzgerald passes you guys and goes straight for the hangar. I guess we're going in. So what happens when they go in straight for the hangar? Is there any response from the ship? No. Like they go, they fly in and you see them uh, like just land. Doesn't look like any, anything else that you see. So you follow suit. Okay. So what I want you to do, let's see here. So, right. So you fly in to the hangar and uh, let's see. When you fly in, uh, the the irritated badger swoops inside and you immediately notice something is not quite right. The ground crew that would normally be waving ships in uh, with the glowing batons, batons aren't there. As a matter of fact, nobody is. And Flossie, you know that vessels of this size, especially military vessels, usually going to have crew. they have crew, but they also have automated docking arms that grab onto the ship and help you land. And you're flying in. It's not it's not engaging, which is Y'all, there's something wrong with this yeah, vessel. Yeah, it's highly irregular as far as military protocol goes. There's something wrong. Something's wrong with the ship. Uh, they, they, it, it should be docking for us. There should be people in here. There's something wrong. So, Hantal, if you want to land manually, I, I need you to give me a piloting check. Yeah, so you have a minus 1d6 penalty. Do you want some mega up? No. <laughs> <laughs> he, wants to, some? he wants to land the ship, not tear through it. You have to use it only if there's an emergency, Flossie. 
Can this be an emergency? Gideon says, boredom is not an emergency. (sighs) One of these days I'll get it. Zeke, hold on to that. And when you think it's an emergency, you give it to her. Okay. I'll stick close to Flossie. (laughs) Unless she disappears into an air duct, gets abducted by... Hey, 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 hey. You can stop saying things right now. Let's not predict any future badness. Uh, you land the ship successfully. Yeah, easily. Okay. All right. So you you land the ship. There's it's like a total ghost town. Nobody's there. Uh, Black Kell and her crew exit the the Dred Scott Fitzgerald, and they're just looking around. They got their weapons out, and they're looking very curious. I'm gonna find the nearest console and see if I can pull up a map. Yeah, you're you're right to be concerned. Something is definitely wrong, Kel. Is there is there like a external hardline port that we could hook up the irritated badger to the um, Copernicus and get their logs or anything? Just you mean like a computer terminal? Yeah, but like he wants to use an Ethernet cable to connect the badger <laughs> to the Copernicus. Exactly. It's I like a land party. Speethernet. Yeah. yeah. So do you have any like mi- military knowledge or Sorry, computers? I have both computers and engineering. So I want you to give me a logic and computers role. Am I within 30 feet of Hentel? You are. Yes, sure. <laughs> First roll of the game. Woo-woo! Of the season. Oh, sixes explode. Did you use luck? Yes. Oh, okay. 3, 4, 9, 10, 13, 19, 24. So what you know as far as access to ship's logs and things like that, you're probably going to have better luck in the computer deck for a vessel like this, especially a military vessel. That's not something they're going to have any schmuck that lands in the hangar have access to. It's going to be secure and encrypted. So you, you, that's where you would have to go to get that information. Hence, all, you are looking for some kind of terminal port to download a map? Yeah, both. Okay. Uh, you have computers? Yeah. I have one rank in computers. I have two. Oh. So whoever wants to roll, give me a logic and computers roll. If you're just getting a map, it's not going to be that difficult. Ew. Ew. Four, eight. 13 13 well fortunately it's very easy to get a, a oh, layout good. of good so you get Those like ones a, were bad right so you, you managed to find like a you get like the the holographic model of the ship that comes up and it looks exactly like a tiny little copernicus mm-hmm. and you can peel away the different layers to it right. there are uh the the important decks mm-hmm. uh there's the command deck of course which is where you know, the, the captain and the crew are, um, it's the, you know, it's the brains of the ship. There's a detention block on the ship. Uh, there's engineering, of course, environmental control, security, and sick bay. Those are the main ones. But this, this ship also has, uh, like I said, hydroponics, a computer core, uh, a couple of supplies, like gigantic supply bays. Um, a cargo bay, forward ops, forward observation deck, sorry. Mm-hmm. 
uh, a ship's mess, an officer's mess. Okay. Uh, navigation. Do they have a navigation suite? Yes, they do. They, it's uh, the navigation suite in itself. That would be their sensor control and comm center, which are on the decks below the command in the forward part of the ship. So let's see. Comm center is going to be on deck 11, section A. And sensor control is deck 12, section A. Command is deck eight, section A. Uh, if you're looking for, if you're looking for navigation stuff, section a, looks like it's going to be your best, your best choice. You are currently on the hangar deck, which is section F towards the rear of the ship. Okay. So the alphabetical sections are a, B, C, D, E, F, but four to G is the engines. Yes. From four bow to stern, bow to stern. Yes. There we go. Thank you. Are we able to hack into the system to determine the current mission of the vessel? Not from here. Yeah, you're going to have to go into different areas of the ship to, to get that information. But yeah, as you're, as you're doing this, as you're getting the maps, as you're looking around, as the crew is kind of like securing the perimeter, dead silence. Is there any inter-ship communication like within the ship yeah you can try you can try like the internal communication bands in here yeah let's okay so you you do that you 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 turn it on uh the radios are silent if you're you're trying to communicate you're not getting anything back there's something odd though it's like every now and then there's like quick bursts of static um I'm going to go back on the Badger real quick. Does Wade detect any data inside of those quick bursts? Okay, so you're asking him to yeah, if like, there's anything it, with those it, bursts. Is it, is it more? Is it as simple as Morse code? Why, yes, it is. What are they saying? Oh, you want me to translate it for you? Why? God damn it, Wade. Yes. I like to ask these things. Well, I want you to assume more things. It says, danger, ship under Spartan control. Zeke? Mm -hmm. Spartans are not known for being friendly. Unless you have uh, Spam and Almondine. Which we're out of. Also, that was a barter situation. And that was one particular ship of Spartans. Okay, but can we fake up something that is enticing to Spartans? We have French toast. We would, we would have yeah. to... Have a conversation with said Spartans. What do we? What do we know? Can I use? Can I use my biology dice pool to say? Okay, in general, Spartans like this thing. Like biologically, yeah, like something that's pleasurable to them. Right. Okay, so you roll that Hental. You're on the Badger. What are you? What are you I'm, doing? Um, taking it from blackout mode, and I'm going to kick the sensors onto full power and see what I can pick up on the ship. We're inside, so there should be minimal interference at that rate. Thank you for listening to the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. For information on how to connect to our Patreon, Twitter, and Instagram, please go to chaoticgoodnesspodcast.com. We are a proud part of the Nerdsmith Network. Find more information about lots of other nerdy entertainment at nerdsmith.com. Our show is sponsored by World Anvil and Die Hard Dice. Use our Die Hard Dice discount by typing console as your checkout code and receive 15% off your next order. Thank you once again and join us again for more chaos.